0: In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. seraphs were in attendance above him, each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the threshold shook that the voices of those who called and the house filled with smoke and I said, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. One of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, now that this has touched your lips, your guilt is departed, and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. This is one of those texts that it's interesting that we have it on uh, Holy Trinity Sunday as our Old Testament text, but it's one of those ones that I love. And, and I love it in part because there's so much hidden imagery in it that we that we don't necessarily know. Some of it is history, and some of it is um, is necessary for us to be able to understand uh, who God is and what God does. Now, if I remember my history correctly, I believe that King Uzziah was someone who elevated himself above uh, many others in the kingdom. He felt that he should be permitted, for instance, to act like a priest, to enter the temple. And, And it ended up that he got cursed with leprosy. And here it seems somewhat fitting, almost in a passing remark, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lofty. The King Uzziah dies, this king, who's the king. He's the king of, of Judah, the, the, the most powerful man in, in the kingdom of Judah. And he dies. His reign is done. He's buried. He's worm food. And yet we're told that this other king, God, is seated upon his throne, high and exalted, high and lifted up, high and lofty. And the hem of his robe filled the temple. That is a big robe, filling the whole temple, just the hem of his garment, so just the bottom part, not not the the whole robe, just the little trim, and that was filling the temple. And then talks about seraphs, these cherubim, these seraphim, these these sort of angelic-type beings, and for them, unlike with Uzziah, they're covering their faces, and they're covering their feet, and then they're flying. And that is how they are able to be in the presence of God. They're not looking on him. They're not trying to walk in a place in which uh, which God alone can walk. Their, their feet are off the ground. Their, their faces are covered, and all they're doing is singing praises to, to the Lord. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Do you recognize that? We sing that at communion, don't we? Right, the Sanctus. When we get done with the with the uh, with the preface, and then we then we sing the Holy, 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 as as sort of joining with the seraphim and cherubim there in the presence of God. That when we come together at the altar, we are joining in to this worship with God. And then it says that the thresholds shook at the voices of those who called and the house filled with smoke as this worship was taking place. And it's happened so crazily upon Isaiah that it says that, Woe is me. I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips. He says, I am lost. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Well, you've seen the hem of his garment. But still he's struck to the core by who this God is. And I wonder for us, when we gather for worship, is this what we're gathering for? Is this what we're gathering in front of when we come to the altar, when we sing the hymns, when we hear the liturgy? Is this what we're, we're coming to when, when, the, when the Word of God is opened up in front of us? Is this what we're coming to? Or is it something else? Is it always going to be something else for us, or is it this type of picture, that this God who deigns to come to us, to be so subservient that he offers his body and blood to us, bread and wine given for the forgiveness of all our sins, for the fact that we should be the ones sitting there going, woe is me, for I'm one of unclean lips, I'm lost. And I live among a people of unclean lips. And then we, when we gather together, what do we do but have the opportunity for one to come and to purge away our sin? Here for, for Isaiah, it's the seraph that flies to him holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar. And it says, now that this has touched your lips, your guilt is departed and your sin is blotted out. Isaiah couldn't do that on his own. God does it instead and sends one of his messengers to do it. And then God says, who's going to go for me? And Isaiah says, I am. It's an interesting reading to have this for Holy Trinity Sunday, a day in which we're supposed to celebrate the Trinity, when We think that there's really nothing going on here with the Trinity, we just have God in all his exaltation, and yet this is the God that has been revealed to us in his exaltation, and yet revealed to us as the Trinity. And yet here, we have the Trinity taking place. We have God sending redemption, sending forgiveness to one who has been brought to repentance by the acknowledgement of who this God is. And then we have the Spirit opening up Isaiah's ears to be able to hear the Word of God saying, who's gonna go for me? He says, here am I, send me. I don't think he could do that without the Spirit working upon him. So I wonder for us, what does this call to for us of who our God is? How we stand before God without Christ? How we stand before him with Christ, having our our sins purged, having our guilt removed, our sins blotted away. And then being commissioned by God to go and do something. That's That's the call upon us by this God all the time, to send us forth as his messengers to tell of this one that we have placed our faith in, this God who speaks and uh, opens up the ears of the deaf that they might hear his message, come to faith and be redeemed. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given us thy servant's grace by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity. We beseech thee that thou wouldest keep us steadfast in this faith and evermore defend us from all adversities who livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord. We will see you tomorrow.